0: Welcome to Practical Wisdom, a weekly podcast about ancient Greek roman philosophy. I'm your host, Massimo Piliucci. The second section of the first book of Epictetus' Discourses is particularly rich of interesting material, which is why we're dwelling on it. In the passage we discussed today, Epictetus talks about what has become known as role ethics, the notion that we all play different roles in life, and the virtue consists in playing such roles to the best of our abilities. What's particularly interesting is that Epictetus clearly says that there are no absolute standards of conduct, that each of us does what we can, and that's okay, so long as we don't set our own bar too low. The specific example he is going to talk about is that of two slaves, both of whom are asked by their masters to hold a chamber pot while it's being used, obviously a demeaning task for any human being. And yet, listen to how Epictetus discusses the situation. Remember, of course, that he literally knew what he was talking about, having been a slave himself. Quote, In order to determine what is and isn't reasonable, we not only take account of the values of external things, but each of us also takes his role into consideration. For one person, it's reasonable to fetch someone else's chamber pot, because he's focused on the fact that, if he doesn't do it, he'll get flogged and denied food while if he does, nothing unpleasant or painful will happen to him. But another person not only considers it unbearable to do that, but can't stand even the idea of someone else's doing it. So if you ask me, should I or shouldn't I fetch the chamber pot, I'll reply that being fed is preferable to being denied food, and that being trashed is less preferable than not being trashed, and that therefore, if these are the criteria by which you measure what's in your interest, you should go and fetch it. But that's not the kind of person I am. That's something for you, not to me, to take into account in your deliberations. After all, you're the one who knows himself, which is to say, you know how much you're worth to yourself and at what price you sell yourself. For different people sell themselves at different prices." So. One slave will choose not to be flogged and to be fed over the indignity of fetching the chamber pot. The other will make the opposite choice. It is noteworthy that there is not a word of condemnation or disdain on Epictetus's part for the first slave. He does what he thinks is in his best interest, and only he can make that decision. It's too easy to sit on the outside and judge people in whose shoes we have not traveled. But also notice that Epictetus says If these are the criteria by which you measure what's in your interest, you should go and fetch the chamber pot. Such criteria, not being flogged and getting food, are perfectly reasonable, and anyone would understand the resulting choice. However, they are not the stoic criteria. For a stoic, one's character is the only true good, and not standing up for one's dignity, even at the cost of physical retribution, undermines a person's character. So, while both slaves act reasonably, only one acts stoically. Finally, Epictetus warns his interlocutor that the trick is not to act perfectly, for only a sage will do that, but rather to sell one's dignity at the highest price possible. In other words, it's okay if we're unable to stand up to the various masters of our fate, so long as we can honestly say that we tried our best. As a parting exercise, Reflect for a few minutes and maybe even journal about which masters have you bowed to of late? Did you truly do your best in those situations? Thank you for listening to Practical Wisdom. We will return next week, faith permitting.